Genoa. It's a juicer. And it says in it's Yes, in the month of movies, the start with the letter B, unfortunately, is coming to a close. Um, and the B, of course, stands for Rose. Uh, <laughs> oh, and be grateful. <laughs> yeah, be be grateful, bros. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, exactly. Be grateful. And also, we review it. Rose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we figured we'd end the month of being grateful with a rom com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the first uh, gay rom com uh, from a major studio. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Uh, Universal Studio, to be exact. And a uh, major film company, being uh, Judd Apatow's production company. Yeah. Yep. And it is starring um, Billy Eschner, which most people may know him from Billy on the Street, mm-hmm. where he runs around New York City yelling at people. <laughs> That's all I really know about him. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I have seen a couple of YouTube videos at Billy on the Street. Because sometimes, like, a celebrity would be with him. Yeah, like, yeah, not all the time, but sometimes. Yeah, okay. yeah, he also he also does a whole lot of voiceover work. Um, like he's been in, he does uh, Mr. Ambrose on Bob's Burgers, and he was in The Lion King as Timon. Okay. Uh, oh, he was in American Horror Story. I I can take that after the like the first two seasons, I haven't like kept up with. The American Horror Stories. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. He was also in Parks and Rec. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh, he was wow. Craig, Craig Middlebrooks. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, but yeah, he's sort of around. I, I would say that, you know, he's not... I think people that, that are into comedy would probably recognize him quickly, but he's not the first name you think of. Um, when you're thinking, I'm going to do a gay rom com, let me pass Billy. All right. <laughs> uh, but I think he was involved in, yeah, he was the writer in it. Um, okay. So that, you know, when you write your own story, you get to star in it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and his co star is Luke McFarlane, who has been in like 14. I think it's 14. He's been in a shit ton of Hallmark movies uh, <laughs> that are, you know, the the cheesy mm, Hallmark movies. Yeah. yeah, like the rom-com movies that are on Hallmark where it's like city girl goes to the country and falls in love with the uh, firefighter, the farmer, yeah. the mm. uh, the baker, whatever it is. Yeah, the farmer. <laughs> Yeah, so it's pretty much a poor scenario minus the poor. Right. Yeah. Uh, so in this and bros, this is, according to IMDb, is about two men with commitment problems attempt a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the best it, it, so imagine sort of 
a cheap version of when Harry met Sally, but just over, it just happens over a summer or a year versus multiple years. Mm -hmm. And it's two people trying to figure out, should we date? Shouldn't we date? We're definitely fucking. Right. Um, Should we take a step further or should we take a step back? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, d- d- yeah, the tropes. I think that's the kind of the meta element in the movie um, because you have the like the conventional plot, and then you have this. I mean, it, it's it was so hilarious this movie. Like all of like the posters and the movies and like the 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 commercials like in this movie were like those Hallmark type. You know, the movies, those ripoffs. Oh, and the titles are like, oh my God. That was so freaking hilarious. Yeah, they were definitely going hard into making fun of Hallmark movies, which is sort of funny since the co star is in so many of those Hallmark movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Billy Bobby, well, his name is Bobby in the movie. Um, so he's a podcaster, um, and he also he's also tapped to op- help open up, or he's going to open up himself, like the first LGBTQIA museum in New York. Yes, and, and <laughs> but it's kind of like within that right there, you, you get all of. Like the ideas, what should be highlighted? Like what's not being highlighted enough? You know, what be, I mean, it was like the whole spitball within, you know, like this uh, concept of this museum. And I mean, that the spitball scene right there to me was just comic like gold. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah, I found that scene funny, but then I started finding those conversations tedious throughout the movie because. Billy's character just kept going on. Like every time he had basically met someone or had a conversation with someone, all he did was talk about the history of LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was, it just kept taking me. I know that was his character, but there's a way to do that without it being feeling like it's just like trying to force education down your throat. And look, listen, I know a bunch of that history, but I don't need to have it all like covered in a single film (laughs) over and over and over again when this is supposed to be a rom-com. Like, let's focus on the cheesy relationship bullshit and not spend like have an awkward dinner conversation where you're trying to educate the mom about the entire history of LGBTQ. (laughs) Right. And like you said, which is a character that was that was one of the scenes that was the beginning of the end, so to speak, of him and, like, the boyfriend, because the boyfriend is like, hey, you know, um, you're about to meet my parents, can you kind of dial it down? <laughs> like, can you kind of not go there? Because not everybody is ready to, like, get full-on, like you said, like, I'm sure he's to do it again. Yeah, like, like, we're not in, like, LGBTQ studies now. This is dinner with mom and dad of the boy I'm dating, let's maybe dial it back a bit. 
Right. Uh, yeah. and, and like, I understand in the context of that scene, like right. he was trying to educate them, but there's a way to do that so that they come around to your side versus just yelling at them. Right. Uh, and it just, I really didn't like his character. He felt like a fucking narcissist to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, totally. I think he, I think he like declared that at some point of the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, you know, because he, you know, he told off Deborah Messing, right? Like, and yeah, like, what are you yeah. doing, dude? You like, you told off Deborah Messing? <laughs> like, what the hell was yeah. yeah, yeah. He was definitely flawed on so many levels, like far as his character. That, you know, I think that's the thing, right? You know, it's like, um, this is me. You have to accept me. I'm not trying to compromise. Yeah, that's the whole thing with those Hallmark movies. Like, okay, like, well, you know, I see the things in you. You know, but you have to accept me. I'm not going to change, but I want you to change, kind of thing. You know, so that was yeah. kind of his whole mo. But of course, it'd be in a Hallmark movie. And it, actually, they were playing into the the Hallmark thing, like like oh, hard. And I thought like that was I thought that was like clever. It's like you you bring up all of these cheesy Hallmark titles within like. The New York that we're watching, on top of that, but we the audience is watching this gay Hallmark movie, <laughs> so to speak. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was meta and to me, like the whole thing with the whole Hallmark. Like you said, the actor has been in all the Hallmark movies, like fourteen of them, and it's like definitely yeah. nailing the point home. <laughs> This yeah, I do. Hard. Like the at the beginning of the movie, Billy's character goes a bit into what it's like dating for gay men in New York. Um, everything he was describing wasn't too different from like what it's like dating for women in New York. Also, um, it is like a buffet. Men in New York have a buffet of women, and I feel like gay men in New York have a real big buffet of men uh, to choose from, <laughs> which means you can always find something a little bit better, a little bit different. Um, yeah. And you don't have to, like, if you're looking, you don't ever have to settle. Um, they also didn't, like, cover the whole swiping um, and did a really, really nice job of that. The whole send me a, a ass pick <laughs> scene was hilarious with the guy's shaving his ass, getting all the lighting, making everything perfect only to be ultimately rejected because the guy probably had two or three, four other people lined up that he could potentially hook up with that night. Yeah, they probably had is, tighter booties than he had as far as the pace. Right. A little more rounder, you know, whatever he was looking for. But that's dating in New York. True. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this. So, okay. So East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. Okay. If there were ever a realistic, okay, let's just be in the the, the multiverse timeline. Um, if there were ever a situation where a hallmark scenario could possibly happen, which place would be the better? chances of having that hallmark scenario with a person will it be new york or la uh new york in a heartbeat okay that the guys here are so stuck on themselves 
and ex- expect the girls to do everything for them and to make themselves available for the the guys in the city are fucking narcissists. <laughs> At least in the guys in New York, you know exactly what you're getting. Like they're there to meet you for a drink, maybe maybe not hook up, and like they'll let you know real quick if they're going to find someone else. It's just it's honest upfront, and you're also like walking around and running into the people in the city, on the subway and stores at the bodega, you're more likely to have that meet cue. Mm-hmm. Like, unless he, someone hits you with a car here or you're in a car accident, <laughs> you're not going to have a meet cue. <laughs> like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you at the hospital, Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Oh, yeah. So just have to throw that out there. Like, okay, like, what would be in, like in your analysis of East Coast, West Coast, yeah, like, what would be like the greatest chance of a Hallmark movie? New York, one hundred percent, just for the <laughs> the possibility of meet cutes, gotcha. uh, and not because the guys here are narcissist. Yeah, is it? You think it's because like I'm gonna say all men out here, but like a percentage of the men out here like are like want to be like actors and stuff, so. You had to have a degree of some kind of narcissism. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Okay, so it's the industry that destroys the possibility of meeting a good man out here. I think so. Yeah, I mean, but you know, in New York, you have investment bankers, which is a whole other like gross group of guys that you don't necessarily want to date. Gotcha. Yeah. That's on, yeah. When you're you're poor and starving, living in New York, you just use those guys for entertainment. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you don't want to come across like a Jordan Belfort. <laughs> I no one like that. Hey, I'm I'm not gonna lie. There was plenty of Tuesday nights where I went out and investment bankers because that was the best night to go out and have them buy you drinks and everything. And I took advantage of it. That was part of being in New York. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, yes, you can order all the top shelf stuff. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. Okay, cool. Actually, that could be a Hallmark movie in itself, this whole thing. There you go. <laughs> it's a reverse Hallmark story. Uh, uh, so, but there is a John Cusack movie. No, John Cusack? Uh, Serendipity. Oh yeah, who was she? Who was he with in that movie? Damn it. Yeah, Serendipity. Yes, you're right. Was it Kate Beckinsale? No, Kate Beckinsale. Yes, and that was oh, so yeah. that was a meet cute. True. But a rom rom com. True, true. Ah, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> yeah, go back and check that out. I like both of them, Johnny and Kate. Uh, yeah. So pretty much within this movie, you know, we have um kind of like the hopes and dreams. Yeah, the uh, the boyfriend like uh, dreamed to make kind of candy, special chocolates and stuff like that. <clears throat> and, you know, we see that. But, you know, like the love and longing to be with that person pushes you to go beyond your, you know, your you know, your shell of conformity and your comfort zone and do something bold because of the love and longing for that person that pushes you to be that person. And that's what happened with this <laughs> person. He makes right, like yeah. chocolates. Basically, like the moral of the story for the film was, you know, it, 
you have to love yourself and before you can love someone else. And you need to step out of your comfort zone if you really, truly want to find a partner. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Got to meet someone halfway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And that's kind of what this version of a Hallmark movie is. <laughs> All right. So what's our... Uh, uh, our rating ratings. system is sitting on the sofa and watching it with the family, uh, <laughs> having it on the background or just forget it. Don't buy it. Don't rent it. Never turn it on. Get on with your life. <laughs> um, uh, it is. It is available to rent on Amazon. I'm not sure if it's available to iTunes, but it is on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, probably so. Um, okay, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not into Hallmark movies. I do not watch Hallmark movies. I, I, I'm so removed from Hallmark movies. It's a shame. Um, I, I definitely respect and appreciate the meta mocking, making fun of, poking fun at the whole Hallmark, you know, culture <laughs> that we have. Um, yeah, I mean, and I and I really appreciate you know the representation, you know, having this particular you know, love story, you know, in the world of LGBTQIA, because uh, like I say representation is everything, you know. Uh, but far as like me not really into the whole genre of a Hallmark type uh, <laughs> uh, movie world, I, I gotta. I, I gotta give a in the background, but that's for that's just me. I mean, but if you love no, I, Hallmark, you love yeah, it. Yeah, I would agree with you. This was this is on in the background. I didn't find anything even for a not like I enjoyed some of the funny things about dating yeah. and the like Hallmark like side eye type of conversations that were <laughs> happening. Um, but overall, like it just wasn't a great rom com movie and. It was. It's definitely better than the Hallmark bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I will watch this before I watch a whole actual Hallmark movie. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't put it up there with things like When Harry Met Sally. It's just I don't know. It's not uh, worth the rental. Wait for it to be on streaming. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, if if the Hallmark movies you jam, I think you will definitely enjoy this one. You know, you'll find humor in it. And, and you know it's in a funny way it falls into the trope of Hallmark movies. So if you like Hallmark yeah. movies, you love this. And and I definitely like. So on Netflix there was a rom com called Firefly that is another like New York um, based gay rom com story mm -hmm. that was significantly better than this, um, and it was just done by Netflix. Just Netflix. Netflix is a shit ton of money. Uh, <laughs> but I would recommend that over this one. But yeah. you should watch both of them to support LGBT friendly movies. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yes, definitely. Um, so yeah, there you go, bros. Um, it's uh yeah, it's Amazon Rent, you can rent it. Um 
yeah, increment at, at the moment. Uh, probably in a month or so, it'll probably be on streaming. So, um, yeah. So there you have it, bros. And now we'll wrap up our month of movies with the letter B. Um, and we'll catch you next week with a non-B movie. <laughs> uh, so there we say what safe travels, distance, physical distancing, and important those masks. Yes. Peace.